but not. Yeah. Come on, Knox. Hey, Knox. Well, Knox says Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Robert Bohr. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Dr. Holly Oxhandler. Holly, how are you doing? Hey, Robert. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. That sounded, (laughs) I know that it wasn't necessarily, but it sounded so sarcastic. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not sarcastic. We're, you know, we were just laughing just before hitting the record button and catching up on a few things. And, you know, it's just, it's been a very interesting time of year. And we, you know, we've just, just, yeah, and just getting ready for the holidays, wrapping up the semester and shifting. There's just a lot of yeah. good things. There's just a lot happening. How's that? Is that good? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm o- I could almost say I am done counseling for the year of 2019. Uh, I technically can't. I have one session on the 30th. Uh-huh. Um, but aside from that, I'm done cuz I won't be there all next week and then I have a bunch on, you know, after New Year's. So I'm I'm super close to that. So it's, you know, I have all of kind of this week that this releases off uh, for, you know, Christmas and looking forward yeah. to seeing some family doing doing things like that. Yeah, that's um yeah, I just I'm still I think I'm just in shock too that the end of the year is here. It feels like this fall has gone by so fast and yeah. there's been a lot of amazing opportunities and it's been full, but man, I am really grateful that there is this space now to rest. So, yeah. so as you're wrapping up with clients, like I'm pretty much done now with everything that I needed to do to wrap up this semester and I know I mentioned this on last week's um, intro that like I'm also now shifting into this or what as I shift into the spring from the the holiday break, I'll be going on research leave. So I'm just going to be writing and in solitude and silence pretty much all of the spring, hopefully. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I know that's I'm sure that's like a good feeling. I know you and I were actually on the phone as you kind of pulled out. Uh, from your office, kind of like the last time you were leaving yeah. it for for a good chunk of time, and that's right. Uh, it's always such an interesting like. It, it feels like, you know, uh, I'm leaving school for the semester, or like you know, it feels kind of like that school's out for summer right. type of right, feeling right, right, sometimes. Right. Yeah, uh, which obviously like it's a little bit different with with jobs necessarily, but uh, no, you know, but it's, it's interesting how similar sometimes that feeling can be. Yeah, no, it's definitely a very similar feeling. And it's, I think it's weird in some sense, too, because now I'm, I mean, I'm not just gone for, you know, for like the little bit of a break, like just for the holidays and back in a month, like I am gone now until I mean, I'll start things back up a little bit in the summer, but really, things won't be full into full swing again until August for me. So I'm just so grateful. I mean, I'm just so grateful, though, that I have staff and that I have a dean who is so supportive of these little windows to actually, 
you know, have that space to dive back into the research and, you know, um, cause you know, we don't like, I don't do this research just to be able to say I did it. I want to get it out there to the people who actually could do something with these findings. So yeah. anyway, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So, so you were saying you'll, you'll get some time with family over break. Are y'all traveling at all? Are you pretty much home with local family? Yeah. So mostly like local family, you know, spending different days with different sides of family and things like that. Yeah. So local, local traveling kind of like within an hour drive, things like that, but no Mm -hmm. kind of massive travel plans. Um, So that'll be, that'll be nice. Oh, that's so good. Good for y'all. That's good. Are y'all sticking close? I know you've been traveling a lot, not family wise, but just you have been traveling a lot. So are y'all kind of sticking around there? Yeah, for sure. For over the break. um, I mean, I think we have, we'll visit with some family in Houston um, and possibly make a little trip up to the Dallas area. But I think my sister is going to come up here. Uh, she's out in Austin. So I think she's going to come up here and spend some time with us over the holidays. So, um, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's funny because in Texas it's like, yeah, local is like, you know, three hour drive, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, it'll be, I mean, it's not, that's, it's not too much travel. So, and we have, you know, and we have this little family rule over the holidays that, as far as Christmas, like we absolutely will wake up in our own beds on Christmas morning. So mm, we definitely yeah. will not be traveling, you know, right on Christmas or Christmas Eve or so. Yeah. yeah. So, nice. yeah, I'm just, man, I'm just so excited. This is such a sweet time of year to be able to slow down and just um, kind of make those little memories with our kids and loved ones. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. Speaking of making memories, I know we had talked a little bit last time about like Christmas traditions. Do y'all like, yeah. do you have any updates of anything that y'all plan to do or? Not for us. I know we had a couple people yeah. send us ones of theirs. Yes. I was trying to pick out some some interesting ones. Uh, there was some, you know, gingerbread houses, things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, there was one uh, of eating red and green authentic Mexican food. Which yes, a fun like that's Christmas themed, obviously, but a lot yes. of people might not think of Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we had one response about eating Chinese food on Christmas Day after watching a Christmas story. Oh, that's um, so funny! That, I feel like that's somewhat like moderately common because Chinese restaurants do seem they they tend to be open on Christmas. I think I've, I know I've done that at least once or twice. Uh huh. So, but those were some of the I guess I picked food related ones, but. I thought those ones were both interesting. No, that's awesome. Well, I mean, and that's, I think that a lot of traditions, those uh, around the holiday center around food. So I think that's, yeah, yeah. no, that makes, that makes good sense. But yeah, we had some really neat um, responses from folks. I loved them. Mm. So So let me ask you this. Yes. It's the end of like the year, obviously, and for some people semester, things like that. But obviously, as kind of like New Year's is is coming around the corner, and maybe it's even a new decade and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you tend to be someone that is like super reflective? I know we talked a bunch last year about setting goals and things like that. We, we did an episode around that. But yeah. I'm curious if you're, you know, tend to be like a super reflective, look back on on what's happened this year type of person. Oh, yes. No, I absolutely <laughs> am. <laughs> I absolutely am. For better, yeah. 
or for worse, um, I definitely do uh, try to carve out a little bit of time at, in between Christmas and New Year's just to be able to um, sit and reflect and think about, you know, what are my takeaways from the year before? What are the things that, you know, that I just would like to try to do a little bit differently or a little bit better, um, you know, moving into the upcoming year? I had the one thing though that I really try to focus on are, are what are the things that I'm really grateful for in 2019. So mm. I do try to be I do try to be mindful of like what are the lessons or the things that I can grow from. Like what were some things that I just did the best I could with what I had through that season. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of varying um, expectations and responsibilities and demands and. Um, just ways in which I was, you know, able to take care of myself or not um, through certain seasons. But I do try to like extend grace to myself, learn what I can, but then really try to focus and cherish the things that I'm deeply grateful for in the year before or like looking back on the year. So yeah, and those things, I think in a lot of ways, those things end up becoming I don't want to say filters, but they kind of become little guideposts in some way for me to be like, okay, if I'm deeply grateful for these things that have happened, like how can I like leave room for those things to continue into the upcoming year? Or how Mm. can I be more intentional about weaving those things in? Or what do I need to set up to be able to foster those things moving forward? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think I, I love that approach because it's, you know, it's it's easy, I think, looking back on things to say, oh, I, I regret that or I did that wrong or these things were good, but then kind of stay there, right? And I think what you're talking about in both those instances is, you know, being thankful for the good things, but also using both the good things and the things that you say, well, I, I can learn from this or, mm-hmm. you know, using those to then kind of steer where you're headed moving forward, right? Like, can I keep these things in mind, the the successes, the wins, the things I'm thankful for, and the areas where I say, okay, I want to try to use that to maybe steer in a different direction or avoid these things or set different boundaries, right? Um, yeah. But, you know, using all of those as, you know, additional information in terms of moving forward as well. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, I just, I don't know. I just, I think there's so many ways that if we're not paying close enough attention, we can just keep running into the next thing with, and I do think that one of the gifts of this time, I mean, we've talked about the ability to use this season or these couple of weeks. If, if you're, you know, if you have this time to rest, over the holidays, you know, to be able to actually use it for rest. But I think one of the gifts of it too, is being able to practice some reflection, some um, self-awareness, some getting curious about what worked in the previous year and like, what is it that I want to do or grow in or learn from more moving forward. So yeah. Yeah. What about- I was going to say, I even love, you use the word curious, right? And that's a pretty common kind of turn of phrase in a lot of the work, you know, that we do, but this like curiosity over judgment, right? As opposed to like, well, I really sucked at all these things, right? Saying what was happening there? What was it the context? Like, how can I kind of steer around those things? What does that tell me about me moving forward? Things like Mm -hmm. that, right? In terms of, so I, I think approaching it with curiosity is, you know, awesome. 
Yeah, no, and I think it's necessary. I mean, the having that yeah. curiosity, I think that offers us the ability to extend grace to ourselves and and also to be able to go into the upcoming year not being like I'm going to crush it every day all through 2020. I'm going to do everything <laughs> perfectly. But you right. kind of go into it with a sense of humility of like, okay, here are things I'm going to try to implement a little bit more, but I recognize like I stumbled in these ways in the past. So how can I help myself in some ways to, you know, to be a little bit more successful possibly moving forward. Um, But also to just be like, you know, yeah, just to, just to extend yourself that grace. So you're not shaming yourself by like January 2nd, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What about you? What do you, what does it look like for you moving into, like, are you reflective shifting into the new year? Or what, I mean, what, what does this look like for you? Yeah. You know, that's a really good question. I've been trying to kind of think through what that looks like this year, because for a, a good chunk of time, right, probably the past handful of years, you know, I kind of said, okay, new year's resolutions. I, I'm not on board with those necessarily mm-hmm. for a lot of you know, the reasons we talked about last year, you know, you always end up failing. And it seems like if you're, they always tend to be like these big, huge things that don't work super well. And so, but I think doing some of that reflection and, you know, kind of these small step changes that are steered by kind of where I want to go overall, right? Like we've, yeah. we've talked about things like that before. And so, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting this year, given the bunch of changes that have happened over the past couple of years and things like that. It'll be interesting to kind of sit and say, okay, what, where am I headed? Right. There's not a lot of like huge goals necessarily right in front of me uh, mm-hmm. as there was like in grad school and things like that. And then I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, did you, I, so I'm, one of the things I'm thinking about is last year we did have that conversation about like planners and goal setting and all that stuff. But we also yeah. talked about like, like a word of the year. Is that, I mean, is that something that you do or you, I, I don't remember if you'd mentioned that you did it last year. I don't think you did. I don't think I've ever done that actually. I know a bunch oh, of really? people uh-huh. that have over the years that have really loved it and have found it really beneficial. I don't, I, I never have. And I, mm. not because I didn't think it was beneficial or anything. I just, I never have. I do know, you know, you, you, so you, when you and I were together a, like a couple months ago uh, presenting, mm-hmm. we were using my computer and there was a little, you know, a couple words. Yeah, that that's right. Computer and you were uh-huh. asking about it. Yeah. There was a, a podcast I listened to a while back um, where the guy was talking about kind of planning your day or, and things like that. And there was a bunch of questions. But one of the questions that he asked was essentially like, how do you want to show up to any given thing? Uh-huh. And I have that question stuck with me the most out of anything that, that I had listened to in that episode. And I've, I've used that question with other people a handful of times since. But so I ended up coming up with like, okay, kind of these five characteristics or whatever, right? Like is how I want to show up to any given situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's been really helpful, especially having it taped right on my computer, which is where you noticed it, right? Yeah, um, that's but right. So when I'm like, because I'm at my computer a lot, or I like see it in between things, kind of thinking, okay, what's in my control is mm-hmm. how I show up to a situation. And so if I show up in kind of these five ways, then I feel like I've, you know, kind of done my half of it and the rest of it is kind of outside my control, right? And so mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a similar idea, I suppose, just not necessarily like for the for a year, you know? Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. we 
I haven't, um, I like that. I haven't listened to that. I'll admit I haven't listened to it yet, but now that I have a little space, I hope that (laughs) I can do that. Cause I, I did, I really did like that idea after we had talked through it, but I haven't figured out my word quite yet for next year. I know for 2019, my word was grounded and I loved Mm. having that word just because it, it, in the same spirit, it's like, that's kind of what ended up being a filter or some kind of consistent reminder of like, this is the thing that I want to grow in, in this upcoming year. This is the thing that I want to be more mindful about or, you know, kind of work towards in some ways. Um, and I, and I think it really was a good year for that. Like, I really think there were a lot of opportunities, um, to get get grounded. (laughs) Um, but, but, and opportunities to practice, ways that can help ground me, but it was, it was a good one for this year, but I don't know what yeah. it's going to be for next year. So we'll see. I'll have to hmm. update y'all on the other side of. Yeah. <laughs> Once we get into 2020. That's right. Hopefully I'll have one by then, but we'll see. So, yeah. So nice. I am curious too. looking back. So since we're kind of wrapping up the fall season, is there yeah. one or two episodes just kind of looking back at these episodes that, you, um, I, I mean, I don't want to say favorite because I know we love all these episodes. We really do mean it each time that like, you know, we wouldn't bring these people on if we didn't really believe in the work that they're doing or what they're right. finding or whatever. But like maybe what, what, which episode do you feel like you may have learned the most from this fall? Mm. In terms of potentially like learned the most and it's a potent, it, it probably a little bit of like cheating, right? But a couple weeks ago we had episode 87 with Dr. Yeah. Smith yeah. that we talked about different types of rest. Yeah. And I say it's a little bit cheating because I had listened to her on another show before that and so had been kind of sitting with those ideas for longer than the couple weeks that that episode has been out, right? Right, right. Um, which is part of why I was so excited to, to have her on. But I think that just being able to consider rest in those different ways has been, since I first listened to her, has been kind of sticking with me, uh, particularly in terms of like creative rest and things like that. I know you and I talked about um, yes. <laughs> sometimes where, you know, I would kind of sit down to write or, yeah. or try to do something like that and just get really frustrated because it felt like, okay, nothing's really coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but listening to her and having, you know, having conversations with her and things like that, kind of considering, okay, am I am I kind of restoring the like creative aspect of, of me? Yeah. And if, if not, then maybe when I sit down, it makes sense that, okay, I've just been trying to, you know, read things, like learn mostly things, you know, listen to learning podcasts or things. And I'm not restoring kind of the creative things, listening to music, looking at, right. you know, beautiful thing, you know? And so right. I think that has been something that has stuck with me since I first listened to it, but obviously having the conversation like with her also like kind of stirred it back up, put it right more immediately in my face. Um, yeah. and I think that has been like a, I don't know, that's been, uh, what's interesting is one of those five words that I was talking about before, the like top one, which was unrelated to that conversation entirely oh. uh, was creative because I like, I've mm. always done music and things like that. And so that I always want that to be an aspect of like how I'm responding to people, how I'm entering any given situation. And so uh, I think that helped kind of point out like and when I took the quiz, that one was like, I got pretty rough yeah. scores. And so it kind yeah. of out like, hey, you're you're frustrated that you're you're not doing that very well. And maybe it's because you're not taking care of that part of you very well, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's what, yeah, it's, 
I think I think with the creative one, and I could be wrong, but I think what I remember of it is that you're you are engaged in innovation or in innovative things a lot in a lot of different ways, and you're constantly thinking about new ideas and and the need to rest in that space of creativity is. I think that's kind of what it was, but yeah, um, yeah. but but it makes sense that you would be engaged in it a lot because it's something you value to this yeah. degree that of course you'd be engaged in it as much as you are, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that yeah. that episode was really, really good too, really helpful and, and eye-opening in a lot of ways too, because I know that was one that I had a bit of a lower score on as well. So. <laughs> but, yeah. What yeah. about you looking back on those 10, 15-ish episodes? Oh my gosh. Like so I I think that one I would say would be the one that I – that I had some really unique takeaways from that I just hadn't thought of before, but that are very applicable to my daily life. So I would echo that. But the one, so I'm going to cheat. I'm going to (laughs) say the one, the one that I learned the most from, or that really just kind of stuck with me was that episode with rivers and robots that we had Mm, way back at the beginning. I think I loved the conversation that we had with them. And I think it's so meaningful because they are our intro and outro music. And, and because, you know, I got to meet them with Callie and with Pastor Mary Alice Birdwhistle kind of over the summer. But like some of the things that they said about how their faith and is woven into their music and how their music is an act of ministry was such a beautiful I don't know, just the way that it was all integrated was was so well explained. And I think it gives us an ability to really see how whatever we're doing in one way, shape, or form is an active ministry or can be an mm. active ministry. Yeah. Um, and just hearing about some of the sacrifices that they're engaged in to be able to keep this ministry mentality. Um, but there's just this wholehearted spirit behind what they're doing and their care for one another, their care for their, their listeners, the ways in which we talked about how music is tied in with mental health. Um, I really loved, that would be the one that, I, that really jumps out. But I also want to say that across all of them, I mean, truly across all of these episodes that we had this semester, I have such a hope that I'm walking away with um, just in thinking about how this content collectively is communicating this connection between faith leaders, mental health care providers, and the general community. And um, I don't know, I just, I've, I felt a renewed sense of hope, I think, from like just mm. with overall this this season, so or this semester. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. But I'm excited to shift into 2020. And I know we've got some really great episodes that are mm-hmm. ready to go in January that I yeah. cannot wait for them to come out. So to our listeners, if you are not subscribed, please do subscribe knowing that you know our first episode will um, launch at the beginning of January. January 6th, I think, will be that first Monday. And so, yeah, just subscribe so that it just pops in because it's it's going to be a good one. So, yeah. Yeah. And then just knowing the guests that we have kind of already lined up moving into the spring, it's going to be it's going to be a good, good semester. So, yeah, that'll be good. And we will be back in January with 
like you said, I mean, we know the first couple already and they are great conversations. We've already recorded the first couple and um, I'm excited to to kick off kind of that, you know, every, it feels like on the back end of the reflective nature, you know, on the front of beginning a whole new semester and saying, oh, we're really pumped up about that. And so, yeah, um, yeah. but in the meantime, we'll wish our listeners a good couple of weeks and hope there's some rest in there some good intentional rest, some good memories, some space yeah. for if you, you know, need to grieve or, or anything like that. I hope that all of that is in there together um, in this weird, beautiful life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we will look forward to talking with everyone in January. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH Podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMHPodcast at gmail.com.